Bylog is connection, conversation, community. We believe life is better when we are connecting through relationships. Thank you for joining us. Today, I want to talk about Unfollow Your Heart. This recording is not the clearest because I am in my vehicle traveling. But I have been wanting to do some um, podcast recordings and sitting down for a moment to do it just has not been working out. (laughs) So (laughs) here we are. I was just listening to Sarah Jakes Roberts. Um, She went live, I think a couple days ago, and she was talking about this book. Well, she was talking about many things, and one of the things is unfollow your heart, which is um, part of what their book club is going to be discussing this month in October. And I thought that that was very interesting, and you know the title because it's true. <laughs> and not only that, but um, she mentioned that she's unfollowing a lot of things in this season, and. You know some of the things hurt but it's what you know she needs to do and I I could definitely um, relate to that I just recently turned 45 halfway to 50 and what I spent my time reminiscing on on my birthday is the previous not previous but I guess maybe about a decade ago that season of my life about a decade ago and the reason why this title uh, stuck out to me because I have known this to be true your heart and did you know that your heart can be the desires of your heart as a person can be in direct opposition to God's desire and plan for your life did you know that a lot of saying a lot of there's a saying that says follow your heart and you know your heart will you know tell you you know your heart will lie to you it definitely will what doesn't lie is what you know in your spirit and your heart and your spirit are two completely different things your spirit is what's connected to to God and he is the ultimate truth so once you have that connection with him and he speaks to your spirit that is what's true and your heart doesn't always recognize that or want to accept that or align with that so during my birthday this year and it has been a little bit of a a struggle for me I would say probably within the past couple two or three years probably from 
want to be like, yeah, I, I don't like this. I, this is not what I intended for my life. And what I found myself doing, as I said, is reminiscing and really thinking about, I guess it would be about 15 years ago because that was a time in my life where, you know, I remember very fondly and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. And so, and then is it in any way replicating what my life is now? No. You know, I feel like I have been in a position of, um, or a stance in a sort of way of continually looking back to that season um, that I enjoyed knowing that I cannot go back there or even if I wanted to or tried to go back there it is not what God's plan is for my life I know that where I am now is what his plan is was and is and this is where I am to be but that doesn't mean looking back with fondness on a time of life that you enjoyed or a season of life that you enjoyed is not going to happen. But, and you may think that, you know, if you are walking in God's will and what he is has planned for you, that you're going to just be like, oh my God, I'm so in love with this and yes, I want to do it and but that doesn't always happen and you have to and Sarah uses this word repent and repent just means to change your mind and I might add that also can include changing your heart and it's a decision it's a decision to decide I'm going to stop looking back to what was and embrace and walk in what is and that doesn't always happen automatically sometimes it's a decision that you have to make and it's not a one time decision it's a continual decision because you can always look back and then I, I like to watch certain shows and one of the shows is 600 pound life and there are other shows I like to watch and I, I seem to tend to like to watch shows where people have um, a lot of trauma or angst and how it just you know affects the different areas of their life including them being able to walk and move forward and how people that have trauma or experience trauma can get stuck for years and I understand that definitely I feel like I've been stuck to a point for a few years and I had to make the decision is this the way I want to live the rest of my life and you can turn around and turn it around and say to God this is what you called me to do you know am I enjoying it is this the life that I want I feel like you have imprisoned me or sentenced me to this life and this is what you want but it's not what I envisioned for myself and not what I thought it would would be or it this isn't as enjoyable as my life was before so I feel like in a way that you have called me 
to less and is this what the rest of my life is to be? And those were the thoughts that were going through my mind. I see your, you know, per, I don't know your full purpose, but I do see your purpose. I see, you know, you know why, and I know it goes beyond just now and everything like that. But even what I can see now, I see it. I see your plan. I understand. I understand. But this, if you were to ask me if this is what I desire, I would have to say as far as between then and now, it does not compare. And I, and then you'll think or say, well, I need you to change, change me. But I have found this to be true for myself that God isn't going to do everything for you. And there are times that we have to make the decision to change. It's not going to be like, poof, he's going to snap his fingers. Oh, okay, all of a sudden you love every aspect of your life and you're fully on board with this plan and direction that I have for your life. That is not always the case. And what I realized too is you also have to go back and look at the reason like why why I should you should enjoy it I mean it's not any reason why you necessarily shouldn't um, this is something that God has placed in you so that means it's a part of who you are it's a seed that he's placed in you from before you he put you in the earth so it's a part of who you are so why aren't you enjoying it and really do an autopsy on that and what I have found from myself and that I see when I look at these different shows is trauma can have a lot to do with it. When you go through a season of loss, or not just maybe one loss, but it could be a substantial, it could even be one loss, but it's a substantial loss to you, or several losses, or several substantial losses. And so it tends to, you know, put a, a big shadow or a huge thick fog on how you view or can see the rest of your life and how you can walk forward out of that. It just colors everything, or covers everything that you do, and then you can become stuck. I was watching this show called Marriage or Fiance the other day, and this guy um, lost his mom at 15. She suddenly passed. And he was then um, ad adopted and raised, <laughs> adopted and raised by his aunt, which is, I think, his mother's sister. So it's not like he ended up on the streets or anything like that. But so he was at this point now, I think in his 30s, his late 30s. And so he was married to this woman. Then they divorced and then they were trying to, you know, they got engaged again to be married. And one of the issues was that he, you know, was not faithful. So he would continually um, engage, you know, outside relationships. And that was his way of coping because he never got over or healed from 
the death of his mother. She was everything to him. And so once she passed, he just got stuck in that place. And all these years later, over 15 years later, he's still stuck. The He was asked about whether or not he went to therapy. And he said no because he was scared about you know, I guess, you know, going through the therapy and what it would bring up and everything like that. And um, and he did actually agree to go to therapy. He acknowledged that, you know, he did need to do it. But then when they went back home, they give you the notes at the end of the show. And it says that, you know, he ended up doing the same thing again, entertaining another woman. So his fiance as well as ex-wife, and because she was both, um, decide, she ended the relationship. But it's like they had made a breakthrough and he, he saw it and he recognized that he needed to deal with the, the, oh, I was going to go there. Oh, they take my parking spots. I'm sorry. So he recognized that he needed to do it. He needed to talk about it. He needed to let it out. He needed to process everything. But he chose not to and you can say well why you know wouldn't he and everything and all of that you can say all of that but when I was looking at this I understood because you can just get so stuck on what was that you and it tends to debilitate you if you fester on it for too long it tends to debilitate you to the point where you can't even move on from that and you can see that if you move forward there is more on the other side and you can have you know a better uh, viewpoint if you deal with the the pain from the trauma and everything like that the loss deal with that you can move forward and yes it won't look like it was before because nothing is going to remove the trauma nothing is going to bring his mother back so he if he moves on he is going to have to move on without her and acknowledge that that's what it is and you have to be okay with that and also accept that you may never get over you're not going to ever get over it you'll always probably be at some level of grieving but you can move forward and enjoy your life again and that has to be a decision and a choice and to to embrace the fact that that pain will never go away but that pain can become duller where it's not so debilitating anymore but that starts with you making the decision to move forward i can park there that comes with a decision for you to move forward a decision to let go of the pain to let go of what you have lost because nothing that you do is going to bring that back nothing that I do is going to bring that season back bring back what I lost in that season and do I wish that that those losses did not happen I have to make a decision to move on or it's going to discolor the enjoyment of the rest of my life 
and you get to the point where you're like um, you get to the point where you have to get up and you have to start walking or you can choose not to and just remain stuck and he chose to remain stuck and to continue to do the things to cover the pain like you know the infidelity and stuff like that versus doing the work of letting go and I think a lot of times people feel like especially if you lose a person like that you feel like if you move on with your life and that you're somehow betraying the person that is no longer there not even thinking that if they were there they would tell you they want you to enjoy your life they want you to move on you're not even thinking about that you feel like if you're happy but they're not there to witness it and see it that you're somehow betraying them you know and that's that can be a thing as well but that's what I found myself dealing with and something that I have had to and it's been a process it's been a slow process and that's another thing it's like I had to be okay with the process being a slow process that is not to be rushed you know that I needed to move forward and start to do the the steps to do that not do things like okay you know not care how you dress not because you don't care but you know just still things like that and put into yourself or you know just different things and it's just been a very interesting journey but definitely something that I have been thinking about and that I've been walking through and so I wanted to come on and share a little bit about that so one of the things that I had to do was realize the different things like this guy he was using sex as his vice for lack of a better word and I had to realize the things that I was doing to cover the pain and the, the grief because it wasn't just a loss of loved one but a loss of what I knew and the life that I had and just a lot of different things intermingled into that a loss of um, my viewpoint of people <laughs> and just a lot of different things just got disrupted um, in that time and that season and experiences and so um, it was just very altering <laughs> very altering and so once again having to realize okay I can't unsee or unexperience these things so how do I move forward and not let it drown me, not let it cripple me, not let it keep me stuck. And for a while, it was using, you know, certain, you know, things like working and getting involved in different things where I can use, um, 
a part of myself that I actually enjoyed, which was, you know, being creative and organization and problem solving and different things like that. So that became my quote unquote drug of choice. <laughs> and then it came to the point where I had to make a decision because that addiction, <laughs> for lack of a better word, because it wasn't Yes, it was great to be involved and help people and, and everything like that. But on the other hand, my and that was part of my reason for doing it, But and most of my reason for doing it. But on the other hand, it also was feeding a certain part of me. And when I say that, it was giving me a outlet or a... Um, what is the word that I want to use? Not an outlet, but it was all it, the meaning of what I want to say. There is a word. The meaning of what I want to say is it was giving me an escape. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> an escape. It was an escape for me. It was an escape for me. And an escape that I gladly took at any time that I could rather than deal you know, with the realities of, you know, my life, <laughs> what my life had, had become, that I wasn't too sure that I was fully, like, yay on, um, and so it definitely, this, as I said, it came to a point where I had to, supposed to turn here. Oh, I don't want to get lost. <laughs> and this is going to be on the recording because I'm not editing it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I think I'm supposed to turn here. Yep. Yeah, I am supposed to turn here. Okay, and so... Um, it came to the point where I had to, where I realized that me continuing to take these exits that I was taking um, was actually started to, what's the word that I want to use? It was actually starting to impose on what and who I know that I was to be now. So delaying me progressing in and evolving into the me that God was uncovering and working on. And either I had to Either I had to decide that I was going to continue that, <laughs> or I was going to say goodbye to that life, that me, and fully 
get on the path of this new version of me that once again did know that I was too fully on board with that because it didn't look anything like the me before that I recognized and honestly I didn't see anything wrong with <laughs> so I had to make that decision and yes I knew I had to make it I knew for a while I had to make that decision but I still you know tried to see well could I do both you know and I would you know okay well I can do this or you know maybe do it in this capacity and then would get continuously stuck in the same pattern where I was and it really got to the point where it's like I cannot do both and so what was happening is it started to become like uh, a constriction like you know like boa constrictors you know every time you breathe they they tighten even further to the point where you cannot because every time you have to exhale you can't just sit there you have to exhale so every time you exhale they tighten their coils so you can inhale less and that's how they that's how they kill you that's how they suffocate you because you get to the point where you no longer have any room to breathe anymore you cannot inflate your lungs anymore because they have tightened their coil oh, Where you can no longer breathe anymore because in order to breathe and to take a breath in your lungs expand but they have tightened their coils so much that you can no longer expand your lungs and that's how it was starting to feel so then you start to lack of oxygen because your body needs oxygen so then you start to deteriorate to the point where you suffocate and that's how I felt I felt as though I was suffocating so it was like okay you know you need to do this you know you need to take things off your plate and fully invest and fully be full in into what God is doing but you don't really want to and so I can still do this and kind of be in kind of be out <laughs> you know be in only so much but then be you know be out you know because you know different things and as I mentioned before and so um, sometimes we don't want to deal with things. Um, sometimes we don't want to change, <laughs> to be very honest. Sometimes we don't want to change. Sometimes we even, you know, we just want to be left alone. It's like, I like, the, you know, what was. I don't, I don't want to grow. I don't want to evolve. I don't want to, you know, learn this new me and everything. I just want to be, you know, left alone to wallow. Wallow in my sorrow. Wallow in my grief. And I'm okay with not moving beyond that in the moment. And so, and it can be so inviting just being there. It's interesting. It is so interesting. As I said, I just love to look at the dynamics of, you know, mind, the mind and how you know your body can respond to what's going on in your mind and just the, the dynamics of how that whole thing goes your mental your physical your emotional and how 
you know one can affect the other and and how you can how you can be lulled into things like depression and you know things like not being motivated and it could be so opposite of the person that you are which is like so like whoa like this is not who I am or was but yet here I am you know and you know is it's just interesting you could know in your head that you know you should do this or you need to do that but just continue to be stuck and so that has been part of my journey because when I'll just give an example exercising I need to exercise I'm 45 years old I mean I knew from like two years ago I needed to start exercising because even though I am pretty much the same weight that I was in high school just three pounds heavier <laughs> since high school and you can look at me physically and you'd be like what do you need to exercise for and you know but the fact is and was and is is that I'm getting older and so as you get older if you don't move your muscles and keep yourself subtle subtle subtle, subtle yeah, get your heart going, things like that. Get your keep your brain sharp, you know, because it's not like you're in school learning things, so it's not like you have to constantly be using your brain to a point. And if you're doing a job that you know how to do, like like that, you know, it's like you don't really have to think about it, you know, you know. So your that's how your brain starts to deteriorate and get less sharp. That's how your body starts to deteriorate when you're not as flexible as you were before, because every single day your body is aging um and you know if you're not in your 20s anymore and you're more towards midlife you know that that can start to go i mean go quick man it's like you in your 30s and you know yeah you can still do this and then you have all energy well your 20s and then it goes down in your 30s a little bit and you notice it you notice it but it's not really that much of a dip and but then when you get in your 40s it's like oh i used to be up and be able to be up and going going from morning till four in the, in the, in the next morning and then be able to sleep and be fine and you realize that your body is shutting it down at 8 30 your eyes are heavy and it's like what is going on here man you know you're walking up steps and getting winded it's like what you know so i know knew that i needed to exercise and i got and that's the thing i'm the type of person okay i you know located two different exercise devices I'm like i could do this at home that didn't work and so i joined the gym and i went there for a while but then we joined the y which they have a gym at the y and um went I don't even think I went 10 times <laughs> you know and so because when the cold weather season comes it's like eh, I'm not about you know really going out in the cold and stuff unless I have to and stuff like that and so um but mind you I still have these equipment at home and so <laughs> I have used it once <laughs> and I've had it sitting there for like three years um and then, so I joined a, I had a subscription to something called Body Groove. And I did it maybe like four times the first year I had the subscription. This is my second year with the subscription. I'm like, this is cool because I don't need to do high impact stuff. I just need to get my heart rate going. I don't need to burn any calories or lose any weight. I just need to, you know, keep my, you know, get my heart rate up so I can keep my heart healthy and, you know, 
movement so I can keep my muscles, you know, um, healthy and, and, and everything like that. That's it. And that's what this did because, you know, it was more about what you can do. So if you can do it sitting in a chair, you do it sitting in a chair because it was also geared toward people with different abilities like older people or people that have arthritis and different things like that. So that was a beautiful thing about it. It wasn't about losing weight which is what I don't need or burning calories because I do not need that. You know, you can do it as, you know, active as you want to or you can do it less active and she caters to that when she does the different sessions. Um, and she'll tell you, you know, if you need to sit in a chair and do it, do it if you know you can't lift your leg that high, that's fine. You can do it this way. So I loved that. Because um, actually what I used to do when I went to the Y, I did do some classes and the class that I enjoyed actually was the class for 50 and up. <laughs> I was the youngest one in there. But the reason why I liked the class is because it was not about losing weight it was just about maintaining your you know act, your the range and activity and stuff like that and that's exactly what I needed so I didn't need to be in a class with people my age or younger because they were about burning calories and all this moving and jumping and all this kind of thing and I'm like look I don't need to do all that because I don't need to burn nothing these three pounds that I gained since high school I need to keep them thank you I don't want to lose them I'm so glad that I finally gained them <laughs> and so I just need you know to to be active to keep my body and muscles and heart active so when the winter time came, I canceled the subscription because we weren't going to be going in the pool or anything like that during the cold weather. And so th last year, or this year, it renewed. And I'm like, okay, you really got to, you know, you really got to start exercising. And I had to start, like Sarah was mentioning for herself, start unfollowing a lot of things because, as I said, it got to the point where... I was starting to feel constricted, like I didn't have oxygen, I could not function. It was like you're swimming and you have something dragging you down and so you're barely keeping your head above water, you can't get enough oxygen in to really maintain yourself and function to your best. And so the things that were dragging me down were the things that I were, in, were involved in and so I had to, even though they were good things, even though they were good things, I had to let them go because they weren't things that I needed to be involved in. They weren't things that were synonymous with my purpose. They were purposeful, but they weren't things that I needed to be involved in because they weren't adding to my purpose. And so that can be a very hard place to be in. So I let go some things, um, started to detangle myself from some things, and I'm like, okay, I can continue to do just this. And then I realized, look, I needed to let, you know, do this and that, and then I realized I needed to let more things go, and it's like, more? Because I still felt the same way, even though I had less going on there. And it was like, wow, more. And then I only had one, finally, only had one thing on my plate outside of my, you know, um, uh, responsibilities at home and I was like okay yeah I can you know do just this you know and even that 
I had to let go of because even just that one thing was still constricting. And then I also realized that my tastes had changed. I no longer actually wanted to be involved in these things. It's just interesting when you know that you should do certain things, that God wants you to do certain things or let go of certain things and you don't do it and how he will change your your palate. <laughs> He'll change your palate so, oh, you don't want to let go of that and that's feeding you in a certain way. Then he changes it so it's not anymore and it's becoming more of a noose rather than something that is enjoyable to you. I started to realize I no longer even was enjoying it. I should have been enjoying it intellectually in my head. I should have been enjoying it because these are things that I enjoy doing, but it became where I wasn't even enjoying it anymore. And so you become like, kind of like, what is going on here? I should be enjoying this. Like maybe if you want to lose weight and you know you are so addicted to chocolate and you should not be eating chocolate anymore. And you know, and then all of a sudden you, you don't like chocolate anymore. You put it in your mouth or somebody that's trying to stop smoking. All of a sudden the taste of it is like, ew, you know, type of a thing. And you can choose to be like, you know what, I'm going to still do it because this, you know, it's not fully giving me what it is that I got from it before, but I'm going to still do it because that's what I know. Or you can decide, you know what, okay, something has changed in here and I need to go with the direction of that change and let it go. And so that's what I decided to do because it's like, I am going to drown if I don't. Because it became like I used to be a person that could do so much different things. I could be doing 10 different things at the same time and just maybe two years ago, that's what I was doing. I was doing this and I was doing that and everything intermingled together and I was fine. But then it became that I wasn't and that was a thing to not even understanding why is it not working anymore? <laughs> what is happening to me? You know, why is this not working anymore? I This is who I am. I am able to be in all these different things and be cool. And while I technically could do that, internally, I was having a problem. Internally was where I was having a problem. In my head is where I was having a problem. Not physically being able to do different things, but in my head. My head was no longer in it like that. My head was the one that was getting like, you know, and it's because in my spirit, it's like I knew that that was no longer who I was to be. And so it was a fight and a struggle between the two, but I knew what I had to do. And so now I had to do it because, or I would just continue to be in turmoil in my spirit and in my head. And I'm not about that type of life because what that in turn would do was make me agitated and make me sh show up to the world in a way that was not who I was and not very pleasant. And that I was like, that is not me and that is not how I want to be showing up to the world. What in the world? No. 
so I had to make the changes and so I did finally <laughs> and as I was making these changes and walking forward and let's get back to the gym thing what I realized was I kept trying to do it at home and the thing is outside of everything that I have going on that I need to do at home when it comes time to sit down over that I have time what I prefer to do is just relax you know this is my home I want to relax and if I have a moment I take that moment to relax and take you know time to breathe and time to recharge so not exercise because I don't like exercising <laughs> I really don't at all so it's not like exercising is something that is enjoyable to me that I'm like, oh, this is something that is enjoyable and relaxing. It's a more of a chore. I really don't like it. Never did. And so I'm like, okay, I know I need to do this. How do I do this? Because it is not working me doing it here at home because I, I will not take the time to do it. It's like, oh, I have time now. Okay, time to put my feet up, not get up and start exercising. And so I'm like, you know what? I think what I'm going to have to do Because the way my mind works is if I go out to do it I know that this is what I'm here for and I'm going to you know boom 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 this is my purpose for being here I'm going to do it and I'm going to leave I come here do what I got to do and then I leave and so that's what I ended up doing I rejoined Planet Fitness first time and actually it wasn't that hard to do I went and I'm because I'm like this is why I'm here I actually went and couldn't get onto the app couldn't download the app and you need to have the app in order for you to check in because they no longer gave you the keychain thingies the check-in was via the barcode on the app I literally went outside because their Wi-Fi was not letting me do it so I literally went outside so that I could connect to my data to download the app and walked back in. At this point, it was like 20 minutes in. I walked back in, logged in. Because I could have said, you know what? Okay, it's not working. I'll just download it when I get home. And then I'll come back. And then I'm like, no, I'm doing this. Downloaded it. And I maybe only had 20 minutes to, you know, be on the treadmill and stuff. And so that's what I did. And then, you know, and then left. And I've been able to upkeep that. And that is what has worked. So sometimes you may be trying to do something and do it a certain way. And it's just not working and you're trying to get it to work but it's not working so you need to stop and think okay why isn't this working what do I need to change because in the you know theoretically it should work <laughs> you know if you're at home you take you know a moment take 20 minutes because that's all I do at a time like 20 minutes but I couldn't even do 20 I mean take I mean 20 minutes you know so I'm not motivated to do it, you know, here. Why? The reason why is because when I have a moment, I take that moment to recharge and to relax. Not do something, you know, do more taxing things. And so once I did that, and it's, you know, I only take an hour, you know, I go on the treadmill, there are three or four other machines that I go on as I said, I do a certain amount of repetition. 
did not see me, I guess, so that they could stop it so I can get in. I did not call out. I actually literally took the stairs and ran up the stairs. Would I have done that a month ago? Mm, mm, I don't know what else is that. Sit there, wait for the wait for the oh, wait for the elevator. Like I'm not going up even if just one flight of stairs. I would have been like, I ain't doing that. But I just, not only, I didn't just walk up the stairs. I ran up the stairs. Just jogged right up the stairs. And was fine. I was not winded or anything. I'm like, see this? Okay. So you can know in your head that something that you need to do is going to be beneficial for you. And is actually going to be um, helpful for you. Fuel for you. And you can just get stuck in that point of not moving forward. And I think once you get stuck in that it's like your body then gets stuck in yeah let's not do that and it just affects your whole being but once you make that decision and say I'm going to do this and you actually make the step and do it it your body and your emotions and everything follow that and that's what I have found it's like stepping forward and being like okay this is what I need to do as I continue to walk forward and doing it no, it doesn't just magically like, oh yeah, the first time you do it, oh yeah, I want to do this type of a thing. It has to be a decision and a determination that this is what I'm doing, period. And once you do that and you make yourself do that, your emotions and you know your physical being and everything, the energy of your physical being getting involved follows that. It follows that. So that is my encouragement today. That is my encouragement today. Take the step even if you don't feel like it, even though you don't want to, especially if you know that it's something that God has been speaking to your spirit for you to do. It's okay to be, you know, to have to pause because I have done that and I continue to do that because you know, I'll know in my spirit that I'm supposed to do a certain thing and this is what, you know, this is what life is supposed to look like now and I need to make several changes in order to accommodate that, several shifts in order to accommodate that, have to do the work, have to do the work, even if I don't feel it, I need to move forward in it and as I move forward, the feelings will follow. But that don't mean that I'm all like, yeah, let me do this, this, and that. No, 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 no. <laughs> First, let me marinade in this is what I need to do and this is who I need to be and if it's something that I'm not like oh yay about that I need to get that in my head like okay this is what I need to do this is who I need to be let me let that marinade and then I start to okay what steps do I need to take to be that and I may not be oh like let me just leap into this it may be like you know I take this you know inch at a time at a time, inch at a time, and get there. And what I love about God is He knows each of us because it's not like I don't want to do it. I just need, I need, I need a moment. I need a moment. I need a moment. I need a moment. <laughs>
walking forward. And if my moment is really me procrastinating, God deals with that with me too. Keeps it, keeps it right there, prickling, prickling, prickling. You know, reminder, 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 reminder. <laughs> and it's like, so then I literally, you know, cannot rest because it's always right there. I need to do this. I, you know, I need to do this. And okay, let me, how do I need to do this? Okay, let me figure out the path to doing this. And so, that's what I wanted to pop on to talk about. So that's also why I have been incognito, or is that the word? I don't know if that's the right word. For the past months, I think the last time that I posted was in May, and we are now in October. That has been my journey because, as I said, just had to shut shut everything down and just okay. This is a new thing, you know. The habit to let go of everything meant also letting go of my clients. I have been, you know, doing my, you know, every since 2007, I've been self-employed and I have clients and everything like that. And, you know, I've, I've, and I've been, you know, thank God, God has allowed me to sustain that all the way to what we're in 2021. That's, isn't that 14? It's 14. Jesus thing right there 14 years to be able to to sustain he's given me the grace and given me the favor to sustain that for 14 years and so to have to let go of that in this place and season knowing what you know I went through to build that was painful was painful and I didn't want to do it <laughs> to be very honest I'm just gonna be real I didn't want to do it I wanted to I mean okay I can see letting go of it a little bit and letting go of some things like maybe cutting it in half but letting go of the whole thing the whole thing that means I fully have to trust in you in that area and and that wasn't even the thing necessarily. It was part of it. Yes, part of it. Because then I have to fully trust in you to sustain us. But that's what I've been doing anyway. But also letting go a part of myself. That was definitely letting go a part of myself. A part of my autonomy. A part of me. To then fully walk in this new being that he this new thing that he is developing and evolving me into um, in this place and season and where my fulfillment now had to come from a different direction that I really didn't want it to fully be coming from. <laughs> so it's been quite a journey and as I said, you know, it's okay to need to take time to wrap your mind around things. I mean, that took me a while. Like, this is, like... Because that started, that whole thing started in 2019. 
I mean 2020. No, the end of 2019, the end of 2019. I knew that I needed to shift certain things. I didn't know how deeply and that I needed to just let go of everything. But I knew I needed to start shifting. I felt the agitation within my spirit. I just felt agitated. Um, and I knew I needed to shift things. I didn't see how that would be feasible, to be very honest. And so that was the conversation in my head that I was having. Um, but, you know, then 2020 came. And I knew that, you know, that I needed to let go of things. But then what I ended up doing is picking, I did let go of things and picked up more things. <laughs> so it's like I let go of things, but then I ended up picking up a whole lot of things. Ooh, debris on the road. How did that happen? Um, ended up picking up other things, you know, <laughs> to refill what I had emptied. <laughs> crazy and while and as I did it I'm like what did I just do and because I did that I couldn't just let go of those things I mean I could have but that's not the person that I am I could have been like no I'm not doing this okay bye you know but no so I had to walk that season out of that and see the opportunities to extract myself and take not only take those opportunities but that's something I had to work within myself to not only take the opportunity but keep myself out of the you know to to exit and you know close and lock the door seal the door cover it where eyes I could not see it anymore that was my problem because I'm the type of person I want to help you know and if I have skills that can help I want to utilize that I know God has blessed me with a lot of skills and it's like I want to I want to to use those and be a blessing so it was such a paradox it, it really was it really was you know because then I would then get trapped and then I saw the pattern of what was happening and I needed to understand that and see how I was actually contributing to it it wasn't anybody else's fault I had a pattern a dysfunctional pattern that came from a good place but it was still not functional and I had to understand my part in that and then stop from my end not expecting somebody else to stop but I needed to stop my participation in that dysfunction and so that's what I had to do and that was a process because when you have patterns you have to recognize it and then be a full participator in stopping that pattern at the door and so I learned to you know and even if I would get myself entangled in the pattern again I learned to retract and not feel bad about it like yeah I did agree to do that and I did say that I would do that but I cannot <laughs> I'm gonna have to renege and take back my yes because if I didn't then I would get even deeper in and then have to wait longer to then be able to get that window of opportunity to exit again so I have learned to 
exit myself right on out quickly. Even if I was the one who used my own mouth and words to commit, I have learned to, you know, back it on out, back it on out quickly. Because you can back it on out at the very beginning so that the person or people, whatever, is not have not got so dependent on you being there yet and then. Because if you allow that to happen, then you end up filling a spot that they now depend on. And in order for you to extricate yourself ethically and, you know, right the correct way because you should exit the correct way but you i you don't want to leave people in the lurch so the longer you take to extricate yourself out now you are filling a spot that they rely on and now they need to refill that and so like for instance with one of my the last obligation that i had outside of my family you know, there was it's one of my clients that I've had for years, for like years, and so obviously relied on me. I've been with them all this time, and I did, I did not have, and they did not have somebody to re to fill that spot that I would leave. That you know, and so because of that, I couldn't extricate myself. Because I wasn't going to be like, you're just on your own, <laughs> you know, type of a thing. I couldn't extricate myself. And so then a solution came to me and I contacted that person and they were open. And so I was like, okay, great. And so then I presented that solution to my client so that I could connect the two together and basically be able to say, here is a solution and I cannot extricate myself. I am extricating myself. Here's the solution that you you know that you can take. Before I couldn't because there was no pass off. There was no no one for me to pass her on to, and she'd be in the you know kind of left you know lacking and you know with her business and everything. And that was not something that I was going to you know to do. But when this was the when this solution was revealed to me, and I'm like I don't even understand how I didn't. Isaac solution before because I knew about you know the person and their business for a while so I, I don't know why but I'm just gonna say timing thank God's timing so this time I mean I was able to be like yeah I do know someone and I have contacted them and they are open and willing you know to take on uh, more clients and here you go and you know, and it, it was to the point where they were like, well, I don't know, that's going to work and everything like that. And I had to be like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not will or this is not a question. <laughs> I am extricating myself. I have to. I can no longer fill this position in the capacity that you need. Because what has happened is I had said, I can continue to do this, but in this capacity not in the capacity that that was there before you're going to have to find someone else to fill that area but I can continue in this capacity and even that I knew was not what I was supposed to be doing to be very honest and so I'm like so then I did what I knew I was supposed to do which this person can fulfill every capacity that I have filled 
because that was the last client. Like, you know, it's like I wanted to hold on to one thing, <laughs> you know, and I had to let it go. I had to let it go. And then even to me telling them, you know, because, you know, they, they contact me, what do I think and everything. Because um, they're apprehensive too. I mean, as I said, we've had a working relationship for years, like almost a decade, you know. So they're used to me. I'm used to them. And so doing a new thing and uh, trusting somebody new, of course, is going to be like, uh, you know, a bit frightening, definitely. And I, I, you know, and did I turn around and say, well, do you want me? No. I said, you know what? It's going to be okay. If you feel like things are moving too fast or you need an explanation because I know her <laughs> so I was able to speak to the parts of her that I know that are having a problem with this I'm like if you feel this or that then just talk to them you know you know don't ignore it just talk to them and explain to them that this is what you need and I also let the other person know a little bit about her she needs time to understand things, you know, so she can feel comfortable so that I can make sure that they knew enough about each other that it wouldn't be like, oh, this person is doing this so that they understood a little bit about the other person so that they can build off of that. And I told her, you know, just be upfront about what you need, but also, also be willing to listen and understand if something is being offered that can ultimately be beneficial to you don't just be so stuck on the way that you're used to things being done that you're not open to listening to somebody who has experience as well that will be able to give you tips to be able to further your business and to help things run more smoothly and so then she you know she you know felt good about that and everything like that and so so it came to the point where I was able to then offer you know, words of comfort and words to be able to help her transition so she could feel more comfortable in the situation. Not go call me or talk to me. I'm done. I'm out. But to be, for me to go from wanting to hold on to something to be able to offer comfort and encourage the person to continue even though they're feeling, you know, a bit, you know, you know, not stable about the situation yet because, you know, they don't know the person and everything like that. This is a shift. This is, you know, their business. I And I understand that. And I said, I understand, you know, but I think it's going to be fine. I think this is actually going to be very helpful for you because to be honest, what she needed, I could no longer provide. I just could not. I could not. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. And instead of me continuing on, that's holding your business back because I, and it was, and I, and that's what I told her too. It's like, you know, because you're waiting for me to do these different things and I just don't have the time and capacity to do those things right now. So you're behind. So this is going to be helpful for you because this person actually, this is, you know, this is what they, they focus on and what they do. Whereas me, I'm trying to you know, chuck you in when I have time. And once again, when I have time, I want to relax and recharge, not do more work. And so it just, and so she saw that. And so I was able to say, this is actually going to be helpful for you because, you know, I just have not had the time. I need to continue to be on sabbatical is what I need to do right now. And so, um, and I felt 
you know but when it came down to it I knew in my spirit that it was the right thing to do and that I did the right thing that is what I was supposed to do and that would mean you would be like oh you know like cause you know it's still like you know that you know full trust in this area and as I said it's not necessarily the full trust it's this new direction like Sarah said formless you don't I mean you can see part of the form part of the shape and she said you know God was telling her that she's you know talking about and wanting to change a moment but God is talking about something generational he's talking about way beyond her and that's what I understand too it's like yes in the moment this is what I'm feeling and yeah me 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 I don't want to um, this isn't what I thought you know, I don't know that I'm really, you know, this is offering me the fulfillment that I desire or want. I don't want my fulfillment that way um, type of a thing. Um, but I understand this is beyond me. I am here as a key, as a piece in the this, this puzzle, this, this um, tapestry this mosaic that God is building and so if I don't do my part there are going to be delays in this tapestry that he's building there are going to be there's going to be damage because I am fulfilling a part but I'm not fulfilling it to the the, the highest level that he intend me to fulfill it so that's why I had to let those things go because I was not fulfilling what he has designed me to do to the highest level and version that I could have been and that I needed to. So in turn, I am possibly doing damage rather than being the key and the answer that he has designed me to be. And I saw that and so I knew that I had to make that decision So what in your life do you know that you need to make a decision on that seems to you to be drastic? It may not be something that you desire, you don't want to, you want what was rather than what you can see of what is because what you can see of what is, you don't know that you like that or that's not you know what it is that you want as far as the enjoyment of your life. But we also we have to understand that we are all here for God's purpose. God's purpose. And he isn't going to have you doing something for his purpose that you don't ultimately get enjoyment out of. That you don't ultimately get fulfillment out of. You just need to change your perspective and your expectation of what that fulfillment and that enjoyment looks like that repentance and repent change your mind change your mind yes you do enjoy doing this and you did but in this season or seasons it may just be a season it may be several seasons this is what you are to do so fine it's not that what you're doing does not have enjoyment but you need to change your expectation and your palate to that enjoyment like if somebody has diabetes they should be eating a whole bunch of sugar and stuff like that you know type of a thing you need to change your enjoyment you know i have a child that you know has several uh allergies and 
sensitivities so cannot enjoy like meat and different things like that but for me I go and I find the things that maybe don't have certain ingredients but you can still enjoy it you can still have pizza you can still you know I do veggie curry make it I mean that smells so good that I was I'm like this smells so good I, I it, it smells good to me I mean you know I don't you know eat all that kind of vegetarian stuff but you know to make it still enjoyable it's a different palate it, it does not include meat but you can still enjoy it it, you know, the cheese may not be made out of cow's milk, but there is cheese and you can still enjoy it. So I find all of these things. So it's not that you are missing out on anything. You still have it, but in a different form. And so you're, you need to change your palate to that form because it's what has to be done. And so you have to change your mind to say, I'm going to enjoy this in this form. What do I need to do to enjoy this in this form? I need to change my taste to now enjoy things in this form. Because sometimes we get so stuck on the loss. We get so stuck on the loss and, you know, this isn't meat, you know, type of a thing. But, and then we keep going back to the very thing that's literally killing us. It's up to us to make that decision. And once you do... I can say this from experience. God comes alongside. He comes alongside. Once you take that step forward and you stick with it, He comes alongside and you realize the very thing that you were harping about and moaning about, you actually do enjoy. <laughs> You're actually enjoying it. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> how did that change? Because... God partners with us. We have to do our part. No, we have to do our part. We can't expect him to do everything. It's a partnership. And once you do your part, God comes alongside and he does his part. And you work together in partnership and connection. And that's all I have today. So I'm back. I'm back. Again, right? <laughs> I was gone for like last year portion too. But you know, that's life. And you got to live it. And you got to do what you need to do to take the time to process. You got to take that time to process, especially if God is doing something that's so different than what you are used to. So unknown, you got to take that time and process your feelings. You got to take that time and process how you are doing and what you need to do to get in alignment with what he's doing. And what parts of you are rebelling against that and why. So gotta take the time. Alright, I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for joining Vialog. We'll see you next time.